0: There is no guarantee for success, but there are ways to get closer to it when you do the right things. Who you surround yourself with is just as important as what you do. Finding the right people, the right classes, the right activities, and taking the right tests are all decisions that shape your future. Find out more today on Destination University with Dr. Cynthia Colon. Dr. Colon and her guests will give you the tips you need, whether you're a student, parent, or educator. Now, here is your host, Dr.
1: Cynthia Cologne.
0: You're listening to Destination University. This month we're running a special series called 30 Teens and 30 Dreams. We're following 30 students who have been admitted to college and are deciding where they're going to land in the fall and call home. They're dishing all the good tips and the -the behind-the-scenes truths on what they did right and what they would do differently. Today you're in for a treat. If you are a college-bound teen or a champion of one, you are exactly where you're supposed to be. Today, we're going to meet Bella, and oh, does she have dish for you, so be sure to stay tuned all the way to the end, because you're going to want to know where this girl ends up going to college. Before we get started on that, I want to share with you that bigfuture.org is a place to go. It is a partner of collegeboard.org, and it's free, it's mobile friendly, and it's a personal guide. It helps students explore careers, plan for college, and to pay for college. Speaking of paying for college, it's very important that families understand their estimated family contribution. And if you go over to bigfuture.org, you can set up an account, and there's an EFC calculator that will help you understand what you might be expected to pay once your child is in college. So it saves you some steps for later that you will need for the net price calculator when you actually are applying applying to college. And you can also learn more about your eligibility for financial aid. So right, bigfuture.org is a great place to head for all families. Okay, so Bella, are you ready? Can you hear me okay? Yes, can you hear me? Yep. I can hear you loud and clear. All right. Look at that face. You just got to love Bella. Wait to talk to her. Okay. Well, it's been a while and you look fabulous. You look well-rested, just like all seniors are like, oh, I've been admitted to college and now I can breathe. Right? Yes, definitely. I love it. Well, you just, you don't have very much uh, high school left and then you'll be off and running to the races and uh, officially an adult. I'm sure your mom is crying about it already. Oh yeah. (laughs) Well, okay. We have so much to get to. You have so much going for you. And I want to talk about your coolness factor. I want to talk about how you um, are, how you made your decision on where you're headed. Um, But first, let's just sort of start a little bit from the beginning and how have help people understand how you came up with your list, because I think you really made a good list of schools that you were pretty sure you were going to be happy no matter what the outcome. So how did you come up with your list?
1: Well, I think that I did a little bit of research on the colleges because I did know my major kind of early on, which is kinesiology. And um, I definitely went through like my dream schools and the more practical schools that I kind of had a feel that I would get into. Um, And I started a list based on location primarily because I knew that I didn't want to leave. I wanted to stay somewhere close enough to um, my family. So the majority of my schools are actually very close to my house or close enough that it's an easy commute. And after kind of pinpointing those schools, I think I added in a few of my dream schools, which are also very close to home. And then a few that ventured out a little bit further, like San Diego and Santa Barbara. And that was pretty much it. Well, so it sounds like,
0: okay, so first of all, that's, that's amazing because if you live in Southern California, you guys know that there are plenty of schools here, but they're typically more on the competitive side. So if you can land what any school in Southern, you know, real core Southern California, you're doing great. So I'm excited for you. So, okay, good. So you had a criteria that you followed of where you were looking. Sounds like your major and location sort of, maybe you drew a map of how many miles outside of where you live. So, okay, you had definite plan. Okay, I like that. Now, um, on your, I call we call it the baseball training card. Uh, on your stats, it says coolness factor, and it says sneakerhead, and you're the president of your, your black student union, and you're a dual sport athlete. So I get the black student plan, black union student, student president, and I also get the dual, a dual sport athlete so tell us what
1: sneakerhead is what is that (laughs) okay so I don't know if you guys can really tell but there's like a, a wall of sneakers over there so basically I just have an absolute obsession with shoes primarily Jordans that's and Jordans and Nikes that's kind of like my thing and um it's definitely like a shared interest between my mom and I because she is completely into fashion. And so I think I picked up on that from her. It's definitely a trait that I inherited from her. Um, And I treat those shoes very nicely. Like I am very adamant about keeping them clean, about not creasing them. They're my babies. So um, I think that's my coolness factor because I think that every single shoe kind of holds its own story. A lot of them um, were gifted in a way by my mom because of my accomplishments, or because I was, you know, going through something. I think that they all hold that their own meaning and it definitely contributes to who I am as a person and um, I think my morals as well and my values. Ooh, I love this.
0: Okay, so when we talk about coolness factor, we, when we have, Bella was one of our campers. And so you ended up, up writing one of your essays about this, correct? Yes, I did. And then so walk us through how did, did did that idea come to you on the first day when we do the brainstorm activity? Like how did it develop into
1: an, an actual essay? I think that it was, I think it was a product of the brainstorm because we kind of went through different things that I, I didn't really consider having like a coolness factor. Like I didn't know what that was going to be for me. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, we read the spearfishing mm-hmm. essay. I think that's what did it for me, because after hearing that, it was just such a, a random uh, fact in my head, at least. And I tried to apply it to my life and see what was like different about me, because obviously I'm not a spearfisher. So um, I had to think about what was cool in my life and what I thought was a little bit different from uh, what everybody else had going on. And shoes just kind of popped into my head because I realized it was just a really big part of my life that I I never really considered and I never had thought would be like a traditional essay. So I considered it to be a really fun approach to an essay. And I think that it was pretty successful.
0: (laughs) I would say it was, I would say it was. And that's really the key is figuring out a really unique way. And I don't want to even say unique, like you have to think of something you know, totally out of this world, like, you know, just far-fetching, but unique to you, special to you. And even the way you described it, even leading up to this, about how each one holds its own story and its values, um, I I can see how that would be. Coach Dina was your coach and she was really proud of of your essays, I I remember now. Um, Okay, so the other part that I I do wanna address is um, your advocacy for the black community. And I would imagine that has been a big piece, especially in these last few years, since you've been in, in high school um, with all the things that have gone on. So can you just, do you mind just sharing a little bit about what you've done um, in that regard in the last couple of years?
1: Yeah, of course. So I, was, I wasn't the founder of um, the club. It was actually somebody from the grade above me, but I've been a member of the club since its um, beginning. And i really enjoyed it it began uh i think it was during covid it was actually while we were still on zoom so that was kind of a little bit harder it wasn't a very traditional club we couldn't do um, in-person meets or anything like that but i really enjoyed the topics because we went over things that were kind of just brushed over we went over history that's never really in our curriculum and uh, along with current events and just the Black Lives Matter movement that was happening throughout this entire period and I ended up being a co-president this year and I've been making different slideshows we're actually in person now so it feels a lot more just like it feels like a family I love this club Um, we talk about different issues that are happening in the black community we also extended it to other minorities because My school I think is primarily Hispanic. So most of our members are actually Hispanic and we do have the majority of like the black children at my school that are also part of it. And we talk about issues. We talk about different history that's been brushed over. We talk about our own experiences and just how we have to cope with, you know, hardships of being black, especially when we're thrown into different environments that aren't as welcoming. Um, we have been trying to improve our own school environment to make it a lot more welcoming and just try to provide an environment that's going to be helpful and beneficial to everybody and make us feel very included.
0: Oh, I love this. That's so great. What it, you know so that shines some light and sheds some light on, on, on how you are as a leader and an advocate. And so I'm sure that that definitely came through in your in your, in your application as well. So. Oh, I'm so proud of you. Look at what you're gonna do. I can't even imagine what you're gonna do once you get to campus, so. Okay, so we're to the part where there's two sides of the coin. We wanna know, our students and families who are watching or listening, we wanna know, you know, the college admission process begins officially when you enter ninth grade. And so few students actually really understand that or even thinking about that when they're actually freshmen. But what you do for these four years actually pours into your application. So looking back on your years in high school, what did you do right? What did you do uh, you know, to well to prepare for this uh, application? And what would you do differently if you had to do it again? What advice would you give to yourself? So you can start with either one.
1: Okay, so, well, my mom is actually a counselor. So this whole idea that um, college starts from the ninth grade has been reinforced multiple, multiple times. So I think that that's something that I definitely did do right because I took advantage of all of the resources that my school had like I was always involved in AP and honors courses, even from freshman year. I feel like I've always given myself a very challenging course load, but I think I've also been able to balance my life correctly in the sense of balancing academics with my social life because Having a challenging course load can be very overwhelming at times, and you can also find yourself kind of sacrificing your social life just to prioritize academics. And even though I was always very sure to prioritize academics, I think that I allowed myself enough freedom to also have fun and not regret, you know, not having fun during my high school years. So I think that I definitely did that very right. Um, And just using resources like my counselor, I've always been very... Um, adamant about doing that, and I really I really like her. Um, I've talked about college with her. She's excited about where I'm going on next, and I think that just utilizing my resources was probably the thing that I did right, along with also doing this boot camp, which my mom, she's the reason that I took it, and I'm really, really happy that she had me do it because I was writing in a way that was word this it was very academic and it wasn't very expressive. So I was writing to answer a prompt, but I wasn't writing to express my ideas and I couldn't really say it in a way that allowed like listeners to really view it and to really visualize it. So I think that the boot camp really helped me to express myself in a more vivid way. And I think that was definitely a right decision on my mom's part and my part. And then something that I kind of regret that I wish I would have done earlier is probably just like really think about what I wanted in a college because I didn't even consider what I wanted in a college until it was kind of staring me in the face this year like I didn't know if I wanted to go to a big college I didn't know if I wanted to go to a small college I didn't really know my major which you don't need to know but I think that that definitely helped me pick schools So I feel like I would have benefited from kind of brainstorming what I wanted in a college a little bit earlier on. But other than that, I think I, I think I did pretty well during high school.
0: Well, kudos to mama, right? Like she, you know, was a counselor, she knew kind of how to steer and direct you. And also it sounds like she also knew, like any parent, uh, she couldn't be the only one telling you to do things that she she got some other people like a little mini village like right it takes a village to get you all the way so yeah oh gosh good 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 all good stuff. Now okay so we're about to do the sort of the drum roll where you announced you know sort of and I and I kind of can peek at the very tippy top you'll show us your sweatshirt right now in a second, but walk us through um. So you were admitted, let's see what it says on your card. You were admitted to several places. Um, I have here LMU, Pepperdine, University of San Diego, and UC Santa Barbara. Okay, girl, all good choices. Um, So go ahead and walk us through how you're, you can tell us where you're going, and then we can backtrack to how you came to that decision.
1: Okay, so drum roll, please. All right, (laughs) go ahead. Let's see. show it. Hey, so I'm going to LMU, Loyola Marymount University, and I absolutely adore the school. <laughs> now, correct me if I'm wrong, but that was
0: your, like, like close second choice, right? Like, you had a number one choice, but you had, this was, like, right there.
1: Yes, I definitely had a dream school, and that dream school was USC, which is shared by a lot of people, because I know a majority love USC. Um, but LMU has always been, it actually was almost tied at the top. I really, really loved this, the campus and I never had really considered it until I went on to the campus and I absolutely fell in love with it. So I did get rejection, but my mom always says rejection is just God's redirection. So I believe that, uh, USC's rejection actually pushed me towards LMU, which was beautiful. I love the school. And, uh, I, yeah, I'm actually kind of glad that it was a rejection, even though I absolutely adored the school and USC has always been kind of a dream school. It was one of those schools that I had on there as, you know, a dream school, not a practical school. And hey, oh, okay.
0: you're, yeah. you're, you're brave, you're courageous. It takes a, a brave person to apply to their dream school, knowing that there's a chance, you know, not everybody gets into their top choice, but you got in your second top choice. And like you said, I love what your mom said, uh, rejection is God's redirection. Yes. Um, Now, LMU, uh, of the schools on your list, you know, they're mostly private. And then you've got UC Santa Barbara, but a private school is expensive. And so um, how are you going to make that work? How did you come to the decision? Did you have to sit as a family and make this decision? Walk us through that process.
1: Well, I kinda had to talk to my parents because yes, private school is very expensive, but my parents are the type to sacrifice anything to allow me to follow in the path that I you know, desire. So we've decided that I'm going to live at home for the first year because that cuts back expenses a lot. Um, And then for the years following that, I hope to get an RA position. That way I can live on campus for free. But for the first year, I'm just gonna commute because it is pretty close to my house and I don't think that it's going to take away from the college experience as a whole.
0: Well, two things. One, I would say, bravo for you for just making it work. Some some people would sort of take on those loans and take on the expense and just make it work, but you're sort of doing a hybrid of like, okay, what's reality and, what's, and what can I cut? Where can I cut? Mm-hmm. Now, for those of you who don't know what RAA stands for, it's a resident advisor and that is um, someone who, up who has had gone through some training and lives on the, in the dorms on a particular floor and sort of oversees sort of you know, uh, celebrations and birthdays and celebrates the students. But also, I was an RA too, so also sort of enforces the rules, things like that. But it comes with free room and board. So those of you who are watching or listening and thinking, how could I cut down on expenses? Look into becoming a resident advisor, an RA. And then the other thing I would just say is that when you commute to school, you have to be really um, outgoing and make sure you get involved. And, uh, you know, I'm not even worried about you. You're going to get there. You probably like get there early and stay late. And, you know, you're just going to be using your your home to to sleep, but you're going to get involved. And that's really the key is to tune right in. Find your people, find your clubs, so that you create community um, at the school. And uh, LMU is gorgeous, by the way, right? I mean, it's just beautiful.
1: It is. It really is. I love the campus.
0: Oh, I'm super excited for you. So um, they have your major. It's close to home. You're going to be able to commute. You're going to find a way to make it work. And 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 you look good in blue and, yeah, and red. Thank you. Yeah, it's a, it's a good match for you. So, okay. Hang on one second. We're going to wave goodbye, but hang on. I'm going to wrap up here, but I could not be more proud of you. I know coach Dean is super proud of you. She was talking about your essays even back a year ago. So yeah. Yeah. You're going to do great.
1: Uh, Thank you.
0: I'm telling you. Oh my goodness. These kids. Okay. Hold on one second. We'll be right back. All right. I told you you guys were in for a treat. I mean, honestly, right? Um, How could you not fall in love with Bella? So If this episode has in any way fueled your confidence and helped build your dreams, and how could it not? I mean, she's got everything going for her and finds a way to make it work financially. So please share this episode with three people in the next 30 minutes. And for those of you who are parents who are watching or listening, if you do nothing else, Please join us in Destination University, our Facebook group. That's university with a Y-O-U because the destination is not university. The destination is you. Now you heard Bella talk about essay camp and how she got her sneaker essay off and running, no pun intended, on the first day of class in our brainstorming activity. So if that sounds like something your team needs or if you're listening as a teenager and you are getting ready to apply to college in Less than just a few months away, please go over to drcynthiacolon.com forward slash essay camp where you can learn about essay camp because essay camp is officially open. All right, that's all I have. Continue to follow us through the month of April for 30 teens and their dreams. And again, they're all so special and just, I mean, look at Bella, look at what she's accomplished. All right, Bella, let's wave goodbye to everyone. Uh, wherever you are, have a happy and sunny day, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for listening this week to Destination University. Be sure to join Dr. Cynthia Colon again and get one step closer to your success.